You're now entering a new dimension. Grand Rises, everyone. This is your boy, Seven Taylor. I'm a universal spiritual connector, and I am at service as long as you're at service with yourself. I always say that anyone that is navigating the world right about now, make sure that you are doing things for yourself and making sure that you're just having yourself as a priority. This is the best year to just tap into that year six energy and set up some goals for yourself. Take some time, go to the park, do things that is really going to captivate and navigate you to your best and next step of life. Uh, joining me today, I have a guest um, hailing all the way from Texas. And he goes by John Houston. <laughs> so, okay, hello. So we're gonna get into him. We're gonna ask some questions. We're gonna have some good conversations. Um, but for one, I want you to just introduce yourself and let the listeners know where they can find you. And yeah, get all get into those good details. Yeah, my name is uh, John Houston. I'm a rapper, queer rapper from San Antonio, Texas, currently residing in Oklahoma. And uh, I just basically, I really wanted to, when I came to the music industry, I really wanted to um, showcase that you can be queer and you can be open and you can be loud and proud without having any sort of uh, doubts about yourself. Right. It's, it's good to live in. It's good to live in yourself and live in your truth because if you don't live in your truth, you're going to live a life full of depression and sadness right. and things not living in your truth. And right. I just think that people should express themselves freely without having to feel ashamed of themselves. I love that. in a safe space. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And I love that you, you we kind of had the same mission of, of coming in and um, changing the, the, the conversation of music with queer artists and bringing your own taste of rap and music to the to the scene and then also just allowing like i said a safe space like as you said as well the safe space to be creative where people could just be creative and you don't gotta worry about uh pronouns and all these different things being music like you know you could feel comfortable saying he if that's what you date you know versus gotta switch everything to heterosexual <laughs> normatives and now you feel like you're diluting your music, you know? So I always was loud and proud, no matter where I was at with my music. Um, and I, I've always had, um, I would say people applaud and admire, one, the talent, but two, just the confidence of just being me, you know? And I see that as well with you. Like you're just, just doing you, you're being creative. Uh, you're tapping into yourself in different ways. And we're definitely going to get into some good conversations. So the first question I want to ask you is, what age did you embark on music? What age did I embark on music? Well, what first it started off, I remember hearing Nicki Minaj back in like, when I was like 15. Okay. And then I was like, oh my gosh, she's such a great artist. And I right. just was such, and, and, and more by her, like the way she flowed and she didn't care and she, she right. stood up for what she believed in. And yeah, I was really, yeah, Nicki Minaj is definitely that girl. And, uh, right. but, um, I started writing when I was about 15, but I didn't start really rapping and, and start freestyling and creating my own beats and stuff until about 17. Okay. Now I'm about 26. Okay. So I first put my first song out when I was about 23, 22 or so. That's mm -hmm. when I first really came out on the streaming platforms. Okay. And how did you feel about when you first put your first song out? Like, I mean, I know for myself, it was very like, wow, I'm doing it. 
Yay. <laughs> and then I, I wanted to go back instantaneously and like record again and record it again until I started perfecting the sound that I have now. Um, how was your experience with that? Like, I, uh, at first it was pretty rough and I started out with like really low quality equipment. I definitely was like not doing it very professionally. I was like sampling other people's music that way I shouldn't have been sampling. You know, and I just left all that stuff on sound files because that's free right. and I can't profit off of it, so I don't right. mess with that. But uh I feel you smart uh, business moves. <laughs> yeah, but uh I don't know. I that's how I first started. I started sampling video game music. I really love video game music. I was like, I'm gonna sample this and this and this from my childhood. And right. It, like it was called J sixty four, that was the first mix I've ever done. And okay. uh it was sampling all these different kinds of video game music. And then I turned to Mary Jane video games because I had all these different old rogue demos and all these other stuff that I finished and right. remastered and stuff and put it back on SoundCloud and just deleted off the streaming services. And then um what did I do after that? I started like working up my way up and getting money and, and doing hair and stuff. That's my side hustle. It's, oh, okay. Uh, cosmetology. Oh, uh, come on. So I, I didn't know that. Okay. So you like, you just uh, styling it up. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, uh, I just cut hair like as a barber now, but mm-hmm. I used to color and do all that stuff too. But yeah, that's my that's time. Cool. That's talent. Yeah. So do you, you have a lot of talent too? Thank you. I appreciate it. No, I definitely do. I appreciate it. But I, I mean, I could say when I when I definitely came across your music um, and listening to your music, I was like, oh, he has a very dope sound, and he's he's uh, navigating different spaces. You know, it's like, it's, it's not sure every day type of rap. And I like that, you know, it's different. So it's like, it, yeah. it allows, um, you to have your own lane, you know? And it's, you know, so I, I feel like when we do as artists start experimenting and sampling and I, I know those are sample days, <laughs> um, yeah. and, and doing all that stuff on SoundCloud and stuff like that are, you know, just expressing yourself and can't, you know, can't wait to upload something. Um, you do get to a place where you're like, all right, what do I really want to do now? Like now that I'm okay, I'm making music. What do I want to do with my music? How do I want it to sound? And you know, you you, you get in that I call it the uh, reconstruction point where you're like molding it. You're molding your music. Um, is your music like widely accepted with your family? Do you, like do they support you with your music? Um. Yeah, they're yeah, very supportive. They're really, really supportive. I'm just very grateful to have a great family that loves me and accepts me. At right. first, I felt like it wasn't like that, but eventually, over time, things become more like when you're more consistent with it. Yeah, right. They kind of like adjust. I call it the adjustment yeah. phase. They they adjust to like you know my family. I mean, my family was um they were actually they weren't shocked that I did music. They just didn't know that I knew how to rap very well. <laughs> because yeah. I wasn't that wasn't the first thing I was expressing like I've always been a writer you know for like writing books and publishing them and stuff like that um, but I, I I expressed other things before I tapped into my music fully you know so I knew music was going to come in I just didn't know what point of my life it was going to come into you know um, but I do I, I, get, I got a lot of love and support as well um, I mean I always ask those questions in regards to other artists that are of queer experience, because I know sometimes they they can be in a car listening to anything, but as soon as you put your stuff on or or stuff similar to yours, then it's like a really awkward like oh okay <laughs> you know because 
the the content, the subject matter. You know, um, do you feel now that you've been putting out music and been expressing yourself, do you feel more confident to share your music with other individuals, or like, how do you feel about sharing music? I I do feel confident sometimes. There's some songs that I'm like, oh man, that's in the book forever. No one's ever heard that shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I just constantly, I'm constantly working. I'm, I'm constantly putting out stuff. But lately, I've been trying to like perfect things. And there's some songs that I drop that I have like 50,000 demos of, or like that I drop, or I showcase demos. I'm not really good at promoting at all. I'm not gonna lie because I just like to put everything out there because I'm like, oh my god, they have to hear this. Right. Especially if it's good. Right. It's just, uh, I love playing out music, but, right. I don't know, I'm trying to be a little bit more smart about it, giving people a little more, like, okay, this is a single, this is a single, this is a single, and then this is album. Right. But I'm trying to get, more get a little bit better. Yeah. Right. I mean, I know how it feels, because I, I had to grow out of that phase, so I could, like, like, I just, like, you got, like, you get the little discipline in, like, alright, tease them with this, give them that, and then you give them the, the, the surprise. Um, yeah. But I remember when I first started recording, I started recording music 20, late 2014, 2015. Um, and this one I was like working on, I was just like recording songs and then I started working on mixtapes and all that stuff like that. But um, I remember when I would record, I was so happy that I did it and recorded it. Like, yeah, I wanted to upload it right in the air, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I had to like learn how to like discipline myself in regards to um promotion purposes, uh anticipation, making people wait, build up the anticipation so people could now like theme for the project. Um and then, you know, you learn that over time. Excuse me, I know sometimes it's something that you gotta like learn in your own way, which I feel like you're doing now. Um, where you're like, all right, I need to keep this in a vault, put this out now tease this, you know, like put everything in like a, ni- a nice order so it's not like you're all over the place. Or yeah. you're giving too much away for you know, for for the moment yeah. to even hit, you know? So yeah, yeah. so it's but, I, know, I, but I, I could just connect with that because I remember my younger self was like that in regards to like oh shit, I can't wait to put this out, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, you're talking your shit, you know what you gotta do. Um, so how I would say what are who are your uh top five um music artists? Oh, that's a hard one. Our uh, top ten. Our top ten. Uh top ten. Well, I definitely appreciate your music, Taylor. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Because of like you got Lars and like I got a lot of respect for all the queer artists. So I'm gonna put okay, uh, at the top of the list I'm gonna put every single queer artist doing this right now. But it yes. takes a lot, guys, a lot of paper to do that. It does. And uh second of all, second artist I'll put up there, uh okay, I would say probably Princess Nokia. I really love Princess Nokia. Really love Princess Nokia. Okay. Come on now. Um, um who else is really dope? I like I'm really been listening to a lot of Rico Nasty lately. Okay, yeah, she's and, dope. And FKA Twigs. Yeah, I love her. I, I I came across her a few years ago, like like early early two thousands. Um, but she's yeah. she's dope. She grew a lot. She definitely has. Yeah, I really like that new album. Even Tanaje, uh, Tanaje had followed me during her mixtape days. 
before she even before she even crossed over as a mainstream artist. But she she I could tell I could see her growth her growth as well. So she she's dope too. I don't know if you ever oh, like, yeah. gone into Tanaji before or listened to any of her music. Have you seen Lil Debbie from the beginning? I used to listen to a lot of Azalea Banks in the beginning, but being Azalea Banks, I like Azalea. Right. I love her. I love her. So I just wish the best for her. I hope she. <laughs> right. I really wish the best for Azalea Banks. But, yeah. She kind of put everybody in like in a weird space with like the things that she's said and done. Said. Yeah. Yeah, but I love her. I yeah, I, I love her too. I I feel like, um, if I was to look beyond beyond those things, uh, I would say she's a very incredible, talented artist. Yeah, um, and she she even made me wanna um tap into and rap over house beats and stuff like that. Like me I, too. Yeah, and I, I did I did a few house beats before. Um, so she kind of like gave me that inspiration to do it. Even though, like, I always, I always will find a flow on something. <laughs> so it could be like yeah. a sad ballad song or a fast song or yeah. whatever, you know, but, um, she definitely gave me that, like, oh, okay, I can do that today. You know, let me try it out, yeah, you know. Too. Yeah, that's what she wanted to do. But she, right, but she, yeah, but I, I feel, I feel the energy that you want, like, you, you kind of was like, well, you know, a lot has happened. <laughs> so it's kind of yeah. like, it's hard sometimes supporting people, you know. Definitely. It just feels like nowadays, like, you can't support anybody without there being some type of backstory or controversy. It's just kind of like, oh. Literally. Literally, our, our just in general is, it's a, so it's like in, in the whole queer artist community, I, I remember when I first came into the, to the situation and it was, um, this was like 2015. I just put out like a few songs. And I was already getting like a lot of people like hit me up and following me and like, oh, who's this? Who's this, who's this guy rapping and blah, blah, blah. And got yada, yada. Like, you know, they, they was already instantaneously liking my, my musical approach. Um, <clears throat> but I do remember like a lot of queer rappers from New York, um, were already trying to come at me and trying to battle rap me and all that stuff like that. And I was just like, uh, you know, I mean, I went along, I, I didn't really beef with them, but I did, yeah. I, I did respond to things in certain songs. Like I was being smart about it. <laughs> I'm not going to give you all my energy. Um, but I do know like that space of you coming into it and you like, Hey, everybody. And you know, let's make some music together and let's, you know, create some, you know, opportunities together. And then the, the shade starts. And then the weird oh stuff, God, yeah. and this, yeah. So it's like it's kind of like it dilutes the whole, it yeah, dilutes the whole introduction. Because it's like yeah. now you gotta be like a, you gotta be a little, a little bitchy now. Now you gotta be yeah. more with your guards up, you know, versus versus coming in the game and 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 being more like, hey, let's work together. Da da da. Now it's more so. You gotta be very filtered. You know, you gotta filter out people before you even start doing any type of work together or, or whatever the situation is. Cause some people, like some people authentically, I could feel like, okay, they're genuine. I like what they're doing. You know, let's do something. Um, and then there's, uh, some other artists that you could tell that it's an agenda. You know, our, our is weird. Our, 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 it's a weird situation being set up. 
like, you know, they'll do this or do that or next time you hear the song, there's something different or something sounds off or, you know, it's like, it's, it's a lot of weird things that be happening. So I learned over experiences to be very like concrete with my features and stuff like that because I don't know everyone's agenda. But I do feel yeah. energy with people, so I could tell when it's a genuine situation, and I could tell when it's a situation where I'm like, mm, I'm good, you know. Um, and yeah. I know that we have something um, that we're working on, uh, which I'm excited about. Yes. We do, we do. I'm so ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I mean, you know, even with, and that was like a very organic, you know, I was just like, you know, send me some things, let me see what you got. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And I, I loved a lot of the production and the lyrics and just the vibe that you were given. So I was like, oh yeah, let's do something. Like I like, I like stuff like that. I like, I like natural connections, nothing forced, nothing, nothing seeming or feeling like it's a, an agenda. I just like the vibe with yeah. people. And if I could vibe with them or I, I could, I can hear myself on something that they have, then I'm like, all right, let's do something. You know, sometimes, you know, you'll have people that present things to you and you just can't hear yourself on it. It's like, it, it doesn't make sense. You know, and then you have some people that present things to you and you're like, oh, okay, I like that. Let's do something. Yeah. I'm that type of artist. Like, I, I'll rock with you, you know, if I have an actual connection, you know, yeah. to like what, 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 what we're doing and what we're creating. So I'm definitely excited about, um, working on that with you and, you know, when that's ready to come out. Me too. You know those good things, but how did you come across me, or how did you? Or... I remember seeing you on Quarantine because we were both on Quarantine at one point. I think one of our both of our videos were on Quarantine. Oh and yeah. Okay. Before that, it was probably before that that we became uh, mutuals. But right. I was like, oh my god, I really recognize your talent and like how great, like creative artist you were whenever I saw your video. Oh, or, thank um, you. Was it throat? Uh, it was, yeah, throat. It yeah. Was throat. <laughs> you know, I was like, I was like. I said, I can't remember this concert. I was like, oh, I can't say that. And then, you know what I mean? Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. I love that song. And I love that whole mixtape. And that album. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever you prefer to call it. Because, like, uh, the, uh, Bustabee? Or album. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's an EP. It's, uh, I consider it like a little EP. But no, yeah. I, I, pre- no, I appreciate that though. I, I definitely do. I feel like, I feel like when I, when I do come across someone's radar, um, I normally all the time really get a lot of love out of them, you know, just due to like them connecting to the music or, um, you know, maybe gave someone like the, that push, like, oh yeah, let me do it too. Cause, that, cause they're doing, I can do it too. Um, and then you being an artist as well, you know, and you feeling and, and enjoying my music and stuff like that. I appreciate it. Cause, you know, likewise, I like your music. I like what you're doing. I like the whole energy that you have happening for yourself, you know? You know, so I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the whole thing that we're working on and doing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I know I, I, I always ask people that because I always wonder, like, when did they come across me or how did they come across me? Or cause sometimes I just, like, stumble on people's timelines. <laughs> and then yeah. one thing, like, they go listen to one song, then that one song leads to 50 more songs. And then <laughs> next thing they know... I'm hitting a hit up from them like, hey, I've been listening to your music, da da da, yada yada, you know. So I always appreciate that. I'm very, I'm very humble by it. Um, so how do you feel about the culture of music right about now? Like, far as like people coming into the game and 
you know, creating their own lane for themselves? Uh, it just depends. If they're going to come into the lane, at least be respectful about it, or at least to kind of research what the lane you're coming into. You know what right. I mean? Because some people come into the game being so disrespectful. Right. Oh, let me see. Uh, let me put my phone in the charger real quick and get aside. Okay. Um, uh, what happened? I just think, I don't know, when people come into the game and they're disrespectful, especially when it comes to hip hop or like hard pop or any queer coded or, you know, like hip hop was definitely started by the black community. If you're going to be disrespectful to the black community or the queer community, or if you're going to go in the house or whatever the case is, you're not doing it at all. Like, right. That's it, true. It's about, about it's respect. Yeah, and I don't know. I like, there's been instances where I work with local people, and Oklahoma is such a, I don't know, like, Oklahoma is such a, um, you know, I'm not gonna go into it. Such a right wing. <laughs> right. Like, well. Do you feel like it's more of a, do you feel like it's a more, a more of a very hard place to operate if, if you, if you fall in certain, like, categories? Like, yeah. black, et cetera? Okay. Yeah. Wait, Oklahoma, um, where is that again? <laughs> right from Texas. Oh. Okay. Oh, oh, wait, that's, oh, in, that's, yeah. that's in Texas as well. Okay. <laughs> it's, okay. No, it's right above Texas, though, but it's like right above Texas. It's like the state right above Texas, but it's like such a, everyone ignores it. No one even comes here, but no, like, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, cause I was, I was at, I don't know why I thought Oklahoma was in like another, Another place, but I actually was just watching Euphoria. I don't know if you watch Euphoria. Oh, that joke! That was funny. <laughs> yeah, that. That yeah. Was so they kept saying that. that. <laughs> yeah, they kept saying that throughout the whole episode. So I was just like, um, well, through that whole scene. So I was just like, when you said it, I was like, wait, where is that again? Because I just heard, I just heard it again. But I was like, oh yeah, because I just watched Euphoria, so I knew, I knew it was a reason where I, it was a place I heard it at. Um, I really want to do that meme that everyone's doing right now because it cracks me up. I really want to dress up my crop top and then right. be like I'm in a Euphoria episode. I really okay. I would I would do it. I would do it. Like I I I did like one of those little um, Euphoria high school challenges a few days ago. I thought, I thought it was hilarious. I was like, I love it. I right. Like, I Thank you. It. Yeah, I, I think it's dope. I think it's a dope way for like people that are consider outcasts and stuff like that to like you know have that 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 time that you just expressed and i did it because i well i was doing a photo shoot that day for um my upcoming ep that i'm working on um so i was like all right let me shoot you know the cover and stuff like that while i'm working on everything else okay and you know and the photos came out amazing and i can't wait so when i roll it roll all that stuff out but I was like, well, let me do that actual, let me do the Euphoria little challenge thing on TikTok because I always wanted to do it because I liked the way it looked. It was just edgy and sexy and creative and innovative and provocative and all those different things. I was like, you know, let me tap into it. <clears throat> let me do it. But you should do it as well. Do you have a TikTok? Yes, I do. It's, just, it's under the same name. It's a Y'all. Okay. Period, but, y'all. Okay, uh, yeah, I gotta definitely follow you. Um, I became right. lost in the TikTok world sometimes. How do you? I get lost in it too. How do you feel? Right. It really is one of those things that you like watch one thing and you watch something else, then you then you read something else, then you got something to make you think, then you got something to make right. you think about your childhood, <laughs> then you got things yeah. making you think about a stimulation that you're living in. It's like <laughs> it's so much. But how do you feel about? 
because like when I came on the scene, um, and I still feel fairly new. Um, I'm still making my way towards uh yeah. mainstream success. But when I did come on the scene, it was only like a handful of you know queer artists. It wasn't a big thing just yet, where you see a lot of yeah. other queer artists joining forces and you know how it is now. Like when I came out. Yeah. 2015, uh, it was more so just around the way gay rappers that I've, that I listened to or, or came across. Um, so it was, uh, Cakes the Killer. Um, I, and I listened to some of Cakes the Killer stuff. I think he's very talented. Uh, um, it was Casey Killer. It was another artist from Connecticut, which I know he migrated to New York's scene, which was Bryant. Um, you probably heard of him before. Oh, you probably, you probably know him by face. Um, I didn't really listen to his music, to be honest. Um, but I, I, I love the representation because I know he was from Connecticut. So I love that representation of, cause I'm from Connecticut. Um, yeah. which is like right next door to New York. <laughs> um, so we kind of like get overshadowed by New York because like we're literally like an hour, two hours away from each other. Um, but I remember navigating those spaces of like, oh my gosh, this is, this is dope. This is, this is, you know, innovative and, um, different. And I could say what I want and do what I want. So when I, like I formerly used to go as T Taylor and then I converted to Seven Taylor before my, my debut um, album came out. And I remember now I was in the forefront and other artists that were coming up or just starting was like gravitating to me and like, oh my gosh, you, you know, I love listening to your music. I love connecting with you. You made me want to go rap. You made me want to push my dreams and goals, um, which I appreciate. So it's like, how do you feel? Or, and I also want to know who were your artists that you listened to, you know, before you came into the, you know, you came drawn, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, for sure, like you said, Kate to Killer was definitely, when I first started getting to the LGBT rap scene, uh, mm-hmm. that, I was in high school looking at How old are you? Uh, I'm 26. Okay, okay. I'm 27, so we are, we're a year apart. Okay. So when oh. I was in high school, there was like Loco Ninja, um, there was, because I never seen like a queer like Latinx rapper that was doing it, and right. I was like, oh my god! So I saw Local Ninja, and I was like, oh look, representation! And I was, you know, <laughs> and I was like, there's more artists that are like this, and I was like, hey, you know, that after that, and there was like more and more and more, and I was like going down the rabbit hole. And right. I was like, these people are cool, and then it just kept, it just got me, it gave me the confidence to be rapping, because before I was like. My shit ain't good. My shit. This shit's. You know, I think like, we all go through that that phase because you want it to be a certain yeah. sound immediately. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. It takes a while to evolve. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's when you're okay persistent, it does. Like yeah. it'll yeah. it'll it'll change like dramatically. Like when I first started, um, I learned the difference between a flow and a talking voice. Um, because I used to rap in a more different voice and then I switched my flow and deeper to my, deepened my voice that I love. I was inspired a lot by Foxy Brown and Lil' Kim. I just love that deep, you know, aggression, 
uh, when you flow in and stuff like that. So, I, yeah, like I, well, like, I mean, continue what you're saying, but I know it's, it's a process that you go through, but you'll start to like learn and love your, your voice more and more as you listen to it more and more. Oh yeah, that's definitely what. So you had, you had right. those artists giving you that representation and then you, you started making your music and then you was like, ah, oh, I don't know if I like my shit or not, you know, and then you started like yeah. building the confidence. Okay. Yeah, I definitely started doing the conference. How many projects do you have out? Oh, what did you say? Sorry. I said, how many projects do you have out? Like, do you just have mixtapes? Are you, are you now have, uh, um, there's Fantasma 1, Fantasma 2, Fantasma 3. I have a lot of projects out. Okay. Perfect. uh, I have, I have a lot. Uh, The mixtape that I have out, the first one was Mary Jam Video Games. Okay. And then it was Fantasma 1, and then, um, The Essence. And then, they're not out EP. I don't really talk about now EP. It pops so Right. <laughs> it was so good, though. It was <laughs> house and everything. I was, like, really inspired off of, like, pose and all that, and watching. Oh, like, I love, well, I mean, I love some of the production you sent me. Like, I love, I, well, I love all the production you sent me, but I know the, 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 the track that we're doing, I really loved it. But I did love the other, uh, the other house inspired one, too. Legendary. That yeah, really I, I like legendary. Legendary is gonna be fun. Yeah, I, I like legendary. I mean, I might, I might want to do that one too. You know, I like, I like legendary though. I like, I like, I love stuff like that because I even, um, like look, look how she ate that. That's inspired by like just the the house and you know the Vogan. Um, I did some cuts on mixtapes as well. That was uh. That was influenced by house music as well. So I, I always like to tap into different things, but I do love, one thing I do love about your music, I love the production, you know, and I love the attitude that you bring it, the flow that you bring. Um, but I feel like the, you know, the production and everything, the production and the flows and the lyrics is what captures me, you know, it, you know, it makes me like, Oh, yes, I, I like it. So I got, you know, you're welcome. So it's like anyone that is listening, definitely, you know, go check out his music because it's dope. It's, it's, it's different. Um, and we got some things in the works as well that you'll soon yeah. hear on his upcoming project. Um, so as a kid, how, what was your experience with just like, like when you were a kid, like when I was a kid, I was very observant. I didn't say much, but I took in everything. You know, I took in like everything, the, the sky, the moon, the stars. I wanted to know everything and why it does what it does. You know, like, what, were you an observant kid like that? Or did you, like, what was your, what was your, uh, John as a kid, you know? Pretty much the same way, in a way. I remember, I, my hairstyle, career, hairstyle career probably started when I used to get Barbie dolls from my mom. I used to my mom, I was like, Beg my mom to buy me Barbie dolls and I would cut their hair. And then I would chop their heads off for some reason, for some weird reason. <laughs> I was a weird kid. Uh, I was doing a, a hairstylist for some reason. But, you know, uh, I was like, uh, you know, I was definitely one of those kids. And then, um, as a kid, I just never, I was definitely loved and accepted at home in my whole life. I was definitely got a lot of love. But when it came to school, it was very rough growing up in like the deep south. So. Just people are not very accepting, and especially like machismo culture. Machismo culture, it's just like kind of like not very accepted to be gay 
back then. At least. Right. It, yeah. It, it was. It was it, kind. Of, we 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 paved the way for it now. <laughs> yeah. Because but, now it's like you could go to prom. You can do all these different things, and you know you got the pronouns. You got all these different things happening. When we when we were navigating those spaces, child, it was very much the ghetto. You know, we had to really fight to to be who we were. You know, yeah. now it's kind of it's kind of like it's accepted and like, hey, come on, gays. You know, <laughs> but before you had like hide who you were. You know, but go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Really good. <laughs> but that's what the whole hypocrisy was about when I made my that album. It was basically kind of tapping into like some people don't even even nowadays in other countries, in other places, they don't have that kind of acceptance. And even nowadays right. in America, they don't have that kind of acceptance, right. especially if you're trans, especially yeah. if you're like a trans woman of color. Like, that shit fucking sucks for a lot of people. Like, people don't have the same type of, like, fucking... Privileges. Love yeah. and acceptance. Yeah, privileges. Yeah. It's not the same. Like, it's just... I wanted to kind of shed awareness that, like, you can be yourself, and that's what the help was about. It was kind right. of weird. I don't know. Because I've never really been through that. Some of the situations I talked about on that album, but right. I wanted to definitely kind of channel that energy of, like... It was, like, inspiring, oh, you and you want to give it, like, that, like, spotlight it deserves. Yeah, because I was, I was studying, like, a bunch of, like, other queer artists from, like, back in the day, and they're kind of traumatized. I feel like they're traumatized from their oh, yeah. experiences. <laughs> like, yeah, they you know, are. Like I, and then, um, it's just, like, it's okay to be yourself. That's what the whole album was about. Right. I mean, I, I and I, I appreciate that because, you know, when you are, you know, when you are navigating spaces, especially navigating spaces, when you are of color and... You, you, you know, your privileges and knocking down that door of success is way different. Um, and then when you throw on your gay or your bi or your trans or et cetera, it's like, oh shit, you must want the, the death penalty because, <laughs> you know, now you're being ostracized by everybody. And it's like, you know, it's, I say brown and brown and, uh, brown and black individuals, you know, like Latino, et cetera. Like a lot of us had a lot of the same experiences in regards to, breaking down these barriers, you know, and trying to like really coexist in the world and what that looks like to you. Um and then you have, you know, situations like polls and uh uh polls and what's what's the other one? Oh my god. Paris is burning. <laughs> uh yes, yeah, iconic documentary and then like, you know, I, I have a lot of friends um, and people that I looked up to, um, in the Vogue community, that, well, the ballroom community, I should say, like Sanaya, um, Yolanda, uh, rest in peace, um, Niambi, a lot of different, like, a lot of different Vogueers that were iconic in the 90s and stuff like that. People that paved the way, you know, black trans yeah. women and, and, you know, color, like, they, they paved the way for a lot of, creative reinforcements and it's yes. like sometimes it's hard even down to um marsha p johnson you know and, yes. and, and and sylvia rivera and you know all those different individuals that were out here fighting for privilege that we're now living in you know like again you could be yourself you could you like they they started throwing the rocks and i feel like for us coming up we started picking up the the bulldozers, <laughs> you know, yeah. to break. And then now the kids, now the kids that came after us, like the the two thousands babies, they're like they're in the whole world of privilege, 
You know, they're in a whole world of like endless possibilities and and resources and all these different things and stuff like that. So it's kind of, like I I can understand when a, a older generation sees how a newer generation has so much privileges and so many resources. Like even with trans women with a transition and stuff like that, they 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 can now just go to the hospitals and you know and clinics and get their moans and stuff like that. Before you had to really go through a strategic way to get it, and then on top of that, you had to be able to afford it. Other than that, you had to like, yeah, you know, so it's like, I love that you did that, like, you know, you shed light on uh, the the Vogue community, the ballroom community, just based on, you know, you being inspired, and you're like, wow, you know, they really, like, did some amazing things, and here I am living in that, the aftermath of that, you know, which is, which we are living in a privilege as well from them. You know, from the seventies yeah, to the nineties, and now the nineties has been open the door for the two thousands and the twenty ten babies. You know, <laughs> so it's like everybody yeah. helps each other in a sense. Um, so no one is really like experiencing the same privilege per se because yeah. it kind of changes as the cycles change. Um, yeah, but I love that. Like I love that you were inspired by that. I love that you you obviously do your homework. <laughs> You know, you do your research, you do your homework. You don't just like just tap into something like you see like what it's about, who who was the originator, who you know. I love that because sometimes people will do something right and then they don't do no homework. You know, like before I started rapping, I studied the best. You know, I I, I watch how they navigate. I watch how they spoke in interviews and so on. You know, I guess I did the whole real construction of an artist type of, you know, wave versus the micro microwavable wave now where people just popping up and like, listen to me and look what I'm doing. Ah, and it's like, no, I had to really work my ass off and get out of <laughs> behind the scenery and get to myself to a place where you will have people knowing my music, you'll have people buying my content or whatever the situation is. And it's like, you know, it's, it's it's not an easy place to navigate, but it it's worth it. You know, and what you're doing is worth it as well because you're you're lighting a torch for someone else. You know, so it's like yeah. everyone helps each other in a sense. Yeah, uh, and that's that. how it should be with us because, like, that's oh, especially when you're in our community as each uh, with each other because, mm-hmm. like. It's hard to like navigate these type of like, and especially in the music world, it's so competitive and people want to like step on each other's toes just to reach success nowadays. Right. Especially. And it's crazy. I think we all should be spreading love to each other and giving light. Even right. If, even if we're going through some hard times or, this is, especially right now with Corona and all that. Corona has really fucked everything up and Child. hurt a lot of people. It's yeah. Awful. Yeah, it's been this, this, I mean, and I don't want to, I personally don't feel like this, I call it a pandemic, <laughs> uh, because a lot of this shit seemed like it was planned out. <laughs> um, but, uh, in regards to this, you know, this pandemic, um, with COVID and everything, I just feel like it wasn't handled properly. I feel like it was handled real poorly. I feel like when y'all didn't want to dish out any more, money to save people lives and stuff like that. You force people back into the workforce with no real plans, no real no real execution of every anything. So it's just kinda like you just was going along with the flow. And in that result it 
harmed a lot of households and a lot of people fell very bad, you know, um, in regards to their way of sustaining themselves and sustaining their homes and stuff like that. So it's like a privilege to be able to still be up afloat during these times, um, but it's still a hard task, you know. Um, and I feel like the, our, I just feel like our government or whatever they want to call themselves, I think it was just, this was just handled too poorly. It was definitely handled Versus how other but, countries are doing it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're like giving their people like hazard pay and they're giving their people like right. free healthcare and other stuff like that. Yeah. And then we're still, we're still paying off that for what? For them to, for them to live lavish lives. Literally, 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 full was full capitalism, you know, at its at its finest. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely feel like that's that, you know, and, and shout outs to all the artists that are, um, maintaining and sustaining themselves during this time. And if, if your income is just based on your art tree, you know, big big shout outs to you, and you know, hope everything yeah. works out for you. Um, if you're learning to navigate these spaces, that's good as well. Um, but most importantly, you know, don't give up on yourself and what you feel you should do. Uh, be smart, be optimistic, but, um, don't allow this to like detour you from your passion. Like, you know, I feel like your passion is something that be with you for a good three, five years of your life when you finally focus in on it. It's there, it's there forever, but in a sense, it's, it's, it's been there for a long time. It's just like, once you start watching a TV show or going to like a, an acting class or something like that, then now you start to, oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do that. Oh, I want to be a singer. I want to be a rapper. I want to be this. You know, like now the passion is activated. And then now you got like a three to five year span with yourself where it's like, all right, I need to start working on this stuff and mentoring my, my, my passions, like, you know, activating it. And I think sometimes people don't know that passion can go so quickly if it's not being if it's not given no no acknowledgement you know so it's like while you have it tap into it you know while you have the means like you know you have your studio you have your home studio and stuff like that as much as you get the energy to record a song do it you know like utilize that resources because like those things sometimes can get very diluted that's what it put in you know and yeah. then because life is happening and build is happening and all these things so it's like try to maneuver your way through your passions without giving up on yourself you know that, that that's my best advice to anybody that's listening you know and um just know that everything will your outcome will be your best outcome you know the, the outcome actually is income you know how about that yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know so what far as like um I know you like you stumble across me through us being on the same platform, what is a song of mine that you really like like you was like, Okay, I like you. <laughs> Bro, probably dope, that's like the OG. Yes. Like, the one that yes. That, that reminds me of something like I would totally like do. I would right. be like, Yes, I'm like, yes. So you're OG. Do it. I'm okay. Like, yeah, I'm, I like living for it. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like, uh, it's just, I love it. It just gives me life. It's just that, like, I don't know. 
it's just hard to describe. Like it's just, I don't know. When you, I see myself mm-hmm. and other people like doing the same. Same. Thing I'm, doing. I'm the same way. And I, <laughs> I'm just like, I love it. I live for it. I think, I think everyone should like connect with each other that feels like they're doing the same thing. And I feel like right. we should definitely show camaraderie and love and acceptance. And you know, it's a, it's definitely a tough world right now. And it's like. Yeah, no, it is. People are a lot like selfish nowadays. I feel like a lot of people are selfish, especially if they're not in their clique or their group or their their whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? There's a lot of clicks in this 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 industry. Yeah, like people will personally just go back to shit because a homegirl theirs don't like you. Yeah, Mm, I'm aware of those things. (laughs) But no, I, I I vibe with you on that. I feel like you know. Connections are definitely important, and uh, and how you navigate connections, how you navigate uh, your yourself, and what you do, and um, definitely throat is one of my favorites. One of my favorites. I mean, my favorites change a lot because I remember a lot of times when I was recording or uh, what I was doing. I was recording a song and stuff like that, like what was happening in my life. So my my music do have a lot of time standpoint or stamps, <laughs> I should say, in my mind. Um, but I would say, bro, is definitely a song that I I knew when I when I recorded it that yeah this people are gonna like fucking go bananas with this one, you know. And then I got to perform it live uh, a few months ago uh, for the first time in my set. I did like a seventeen minute set. Uh, for, uh, the Pride, New Haven Pride, and it was, it was an amazing night. Um, and p- people can see that footage on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. The whole performance is up there. Um, but it was amazing to connect with people and, uh, people just knowing your music. Even when people just, like, I'll be out and about doing, like, regular things and stuff like that. And I have a lot of people that randomly just be coming up to me. You know, like, oh, I heard your music. Oh, I know about your books. Oh, I, you know, so I, I always would say humbly, I appreciate this. Like, I appreciate, um, being able to share space with individuals. Uh, that's like this once in a lifetime thing. Like, you know, how many times you are going to talk to someone? Um, how many times are you are going to be able to get to know someone, like truly get to know them, um, without you letting it just pass by you? Um, or just, Acknowledgement, you know, like people acknowledge me in public and coming up to me, let's take pictures, let's, you know, you know, follow me. They don't want me to follow them back on, on social media. So I, I appreciate it. All the support, you know, all the love. Um, I didn't, it, it, it amazes me that I'm at this point and I still got a lot more work to do. Uh, but it amazes me to be at this pivotal point in my life and I could really, um, see how many people I've inspired or, or connected with or gave them some hope or through my work, through my art, you know, and I know you, yeah. you, you'll be, you having that feeling as well with people that will connect with you and connect with your art and, you know, everything that you're doing. So it's, it's, it's like a, a blessed position because I remember starting off with this one song. <laughs> now I got a yeah. hundred plus, <laughs> you know, but, um, I do like that to be a lot. Thank you. I, I, you know, blessed. So blessed to be was definitely a, 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 um, a project that I, I just was 
uh, I didn't have no limitations. Like, I don't have limitations, but whatever production I just connected with, I connected with, with that, with that project. Um, you know, it all sonically still blended and, you know, yeah. did its thing. Um, but I love Blessed Be because, excuse me, Blessed Be was definitely the project that really solidified me, um, in different areas of my life, you know? Um, and I love the disobedience of Jimmy Taylor as well. I just, cause that, Blessed Be is supposed to be what it is, <laughs> part two to the disobedience of Jimmy Taylor, which is like my rap alter ego. Um, and I love that energy. And I was like, all right, well, I want to do something on that A, B side. Um, but I do, um, I would say I, I do love that project just based on the experiences I had. Like I just moved, uh, new relationship, um, new mindset, new, new everything. Um, so that, that definitely is a, a favorite project of mine. So that's where I really started to get more into, uh, Seven Taylor, you know, the brand. Yeah. And I feel like you'll have more a lot. Like I, I feel like, like I said, I've, I've scanned through a lot of your music and like listen to things. Like sometimes stuff would come. Like I feel like I've heard way before we even like connected. I know like when I'll listen to SoundCloud, like I'll be on SoundCloud listening to my stuff and then it'll like, you know, suggest other artists to you. I feel like I've heard your music before. Um, I just didn't know we were following each other, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And until I think I, we went live one night and I had like tuned into your live and then, um, I didn't even know that you like listen to my music and stuff like that. So I was like, Oh, okay. You know, so I guess it's like a little universal timing, <laughs> you know, I like, I like stuff like that. So I think, um, for one, I'm very excited about the project that we're going to work on. And then the two, yeah. I'm very excited about just, uh, you and your rollout and everything that you're going to be doing with your project. Um, so some questions before we conclude this, um, are you, do you have a title for your new project that's coming up? Yes, it's called Phantasma 3. Oh, Phantasma yes. 3 is going to be the continuation of Phantasma, the series, and I'm probably going to continue okay. on with it. I wanted to stop at 4, but I'm probably going to continue on with it. Okay. But, I like that. Uh, and, and what, like, how many tracks can we expect for, for this project? Like, 16. Oh, okay. 16. That's, that's good. That's more than enough. <laughs> um, and how do you feel about this project? Like, like, how are you, like, what's your inspiration right about now? Like, you know, do you have certain tracks that you play all the time or, you know, like, what's, what's happening with that? I'm, I'm really excited about Ganja and Legendary. Yeah, it's going to be a slap. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I did too. My dad, my dad died a few months ago. 
sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm sending definitely love. And I appreciate it. I'm definitely sending love and healing to you. Um, I know that's kind of like a weird, you know, situation in regards to like a parent passing, you know. And I didn't yeah. know your dad died and my dad died and, you know, well, like passed. So it was like, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. It's no like, child child their father like early on early right. on right no exactly and it's uh my my dad like he just passed like unexpectedly you know so i didn't really know much about what was going on i just got the news about it you know well, i'm praying for you i hope I that you that. have healing and i i'm, I'm glad that you're like having like a lot of success and you Thank know you. I'm glad you're living in your truth and like you have like some support and love, especially with you. And is it your husband? Oh, he could be. Yeah, it's my partner. Yeah, my boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just excited. I'm just excited. I just love when people are happy. That's what makes me like. No, no, and I'm I'm happy for you as well. I I think everything that you're doing is uh, very innovative and different and uh needed you know like i sometimes people will push the difference out and keep putting the same shit out you know it's like i like when different artists is like myself and you come into the scene and shake it up you know yeah. give them something new a little razzle dazzle <laughs> um yeah. but you know and definitely send a love and healing to you and um i definitely i did my own uh i didn't go to my father's funeral i did my own home going service myself for me and my partner. We went into nature and I'm spiritual, you know. Um, but I have an altar for him in my home. You know, I give him, I send him ancestor money and things and stuff like that. I, you know, have candles lit for him and him and my, um, acting mentor, Miss Jackson. So it was like, they, they died a week apart from each other. So, um, definitely has been a very interesting. <laughs> It was an interesting year last year. It was a good year last year. Can't complain about it, but it was a very interesting year just due to the unexpected deaths. Um, but most importantly, I, I do cherish uh, memories and energy, and I, I feel them with me, you know? Yes, all the time. All the They're time. always with me. Yes, but I definitely, I'm definitely sending love and healing to your uh, family and yourself, and may you find your own you know, definition of healing and peace and love and, you know, just knowing that you are, and that's, that's probably why I was, I was already feeling like, cause like, you know, I'm a medium, so I feel like a lot of energy. Uh, I do like spiritual work with clients and stuff like that. And I was already feeling energy with you, um, in regards to like someone that passed being around you and stuff like that. So it was like, I was already feeling that energy, but I was, I was ignoring it because I was like, all right, I gotta do a podcast. <laughs> Not yeah. no spiritual work right about now, but spirit don't care. Spirit will pop up anytime. So I think that's the reason why I um felt that energy, you know, already when we first got on the call. So that's how it happens. Um but yeah, but most importantly, um, do you have a release date or you're waiting until everything is situated and then you'll have a release date? Yeah, I'm just kind of waiting until everything situated. Uh, I definitely want to make our, our song Ganja one of the singles for sure. Yes. Um, oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, when we, when we, you know, get that finished, I'll have to for that as soon as I can. Right. Uh, 
but um, what was I gonna say? The release date is supposed to be around summer, hopefully, for the okay. album. Um, I feel like it'll be. I feel like it'll be a good time. Summer is good, and yeah. you know, people are, you know, have their hair down, bumping some new music, bumping some new John, you know, getting into it. Um, yeah, I see it. Uh, I can feel it. We'll play around Pride Month. That's what I'm shooting for. But we'll okay. see if I if if, if I got it. I'll think like collaborations. All like this is a big collab. album. Uh, it's always been a big collab. I want right. to like give like give my spotlight and then share spotlight with other people so we can both build this brand for each other and I like, like collab and have fun. You know, because like it's such a small community. This queer rap and queer artist. Community. It is. <laughs> I call it, like queer core community. It's just such a small community, so I think it's important that we all kind of showcase each other's talent, artistry, and, and you know, because, like, it's such a small world, and people need to see, you know, our talent and everything, because we deserve it, you know? Of and course. Everyone yeah. deserves it. I, I, I agree. I agree with everything you're saying. Uh, like I said, I feel like, you know, guys, you know, everything that he has been sending me, uh, and, you know, for me to hop on and stuff like that, I'll listen to. It's been very dope and innovative, and yeah, I can't wait for y'all to hear the Ganja record. Um, and just hear his project in general. I feel like you're being very adamant and selective in regards to like what sounds you're going to incorporate, who you're going to put on a project, and um, I think it's going to definitely be something dope. So I can't wait to hear it in full. You know, I just can't, I can't wait to bump the whole project itself, you know, and hear all the, you know, the stories and stuff that you'll tell. Um, I do see like you got the America Horror Story as well. I love that show. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 definitely me. I love that. I'm all with the dark academia and you know, especially my my partner, he's definitely down with that as well. Um, but in conclusion, um, as we're wrapping up this episode, is there anything else you want to announce to the listeners or you know, definitely tag in and your your social media and you know, do your thing. You can find me everywhere on uh, social media like YouTube under Johnson J A W N Houston like Texas, uh, and you can find Seven Taylor uh, all over. Mm-hmm. S E Z the number Taylor. seven E N T A Y L O R <laughs> on everything. Yes. <laughs> yes, and I hope that y'all all stay love and light. You know, just positive and just just Do share your thing. with each other. You know, your light and energy and, uh, just keep doing you. Yeah. That's what I have to do. I definitely agree with everything you're saying and definitely just, you know, live, live your best, uh, best potential. You know, strive for your best self. And this definitely was a beautiful conversation, uh, to have with Joan from Houston. <laughs> um, and, uh, Thank you. And, um, yeah, definitely check out booksby7.com for your spiritual resources needs, uh, books that you want to buy. I ship them some myself. Also, we are now moving to Etsy. So you can type in Spirit by Seven and you can check out my Etsy shop where I have a lot of new inventory about to be uploaded up there. So until then, bye. Bye. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thank you.